recorded live in front of a feline audience, coming to you from coast to coast. It's the Fangirl Film Club. The Fangirl Film Club is a podcast created by adults and featuring adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. I'm Emily. And I'm Mia. Welcome to the Fangirl Film Club, a movie podcast where we go deep down the resume of all your fangirl faves. And let me tell you, we've seen some shit. Some serious shit. <laughs> oh man. Welcome back, guys. This is now a this is now turning into a very serious relationship. We're on episode three of three. I know we truly committed. I know we said last time we were committed. Now it's the third night. It's like change. Yeah, it's like change your relationship status on Facebook. This is this is. You could say things are getting pretty serious right now. Um, moving up my feet real quick on MySpace. Oh, these killer two thousand references will all become clear as we start to talk about what movie we watched this week. Um, and we did. <laughs> we did. T- I am just going to offer one final apology for last episode for the apparition. Um. Thanks for coming back if you decided to. <laughs> I hope this week's choice was a little bit uh was a little bit I feel like we've made up enjoyable. For it. I feel like this was significantly more fun. This yes. is a much more there fun was, movie to watch. The apparition is just sad and painful. It was a lot Yes, it was a lot more fun to watch. I just also feel like there was a lot more movie in this movie than there was in oh, Apparition. Exponentially more movie in this movie. <laughs> There was so much movie in this movie. movie. Um, The movie we are talking about this week is the uh, the cult classic. I'll say it because I found one other person who (laughs) liked this movie and it was my (laughs) co-host. Cult classic from 2011. 2012 hit. hit, Sorry, 2012 hit. uh, Written and directed by Joseph Kahn. The uh, movie is called Detention. Starring Shanley Caswell and Josh Hutcherson. Mia, and your thoughts? Dane Cook. And I'm so sorry. And Dane Cook. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Um, starring no, I love this movie. <laughs> I know. He's, what, third build? Fourth build? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> this was one people um, But you loved Dane this movie, Cook. yeah. Was it though? I, I feel like he was already so starting much. to fall out of favor by the time he was making this movie. Um, this was on the tail um, end he, of the Dane. Let me see what year. Okay, so Planes, the movie came out a year after this, and he mm-hmm. was the lead in Planes, the Pixar okay. Pixar hit. Oh, um, I was like, I don't know what movie that is. <laughs> saying it like I don't the, know if the we classic firm... <laughs> no um I don't know if we have a firm no Disney rule yet or no Pixar rule yet. yet I don't even know if this no. is Disney or Pixar um <laughs> but yeah it's, it's not a good movie and yet it somehow got a sequel I mean that's the power of Dane Cook and <laughs> so to have him also grace the screen in this wonderful <laughs> movie-shaped mess. movie that we are going to be talking about. It's a wonderful movie-shaped mess of a film that we are going to be talking about this week. Um, I watched this movie entirely because of Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> this, I, I say How that with zero shame. I know, big shock. Um, because this, this was right after hunger games or around Mm -hmm. the same time of hunger games so this was like top of the world for jay hutch and this is what he chose to do with that (laughs) that yes power that he wielded (laughs) so props to him It seems that they came out the same year, the first Hunger Games and Detention. So he mm-hmm. could have just been riding high on. It's true. It's whatever true. drugs he was on at the time. He was also an executive producer, so it's nice to know what Jay Hutch does with his money. He makes movies like this. <laughs> he makes movies so, that are so movie. 
So movie shaped, guys. So much movie happening in this movie. Um, you are going to get sick of hearing me say that, but I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> and I was tasked with the the recap this time, which I almost oh, yes, texted me. I was like, can we switch, please? Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened in this movie. But before we get into what actually happened in this movie, Mia, why don't you tell me what uh, what got this movie made in the first place? Why don't you elevator pitch me? So when Joseph Kahn walked into the elevator and announced that New York's hottest club was detention, because it has everything. Close encounters of the Canadian kind, fourth wall breaks out the wazoo, Josh Hutcherson in every shade of neon you can imagine, and Dane Cook kind of actually being funny. You are so right. Here is the funding for this film. I would absolutely green light that. I don't know who in Hollywood in their right mind in 2010 wouldn't have green lit that. Um, I think maybe this script might have had a little bit more difficulty getting made this decade rather than last. But This movie was perfect for being made in 2012. And it is, there yes, will be scenes where they capture like the previous five years of like 2012 to 2007. And like this movie takes mm -hmm. me back. I am propelled into the past. There were a couple shots that I was like, wow, they're really, uh, they're really like force feeding me my own memories audience. of 2005 <laughs> and 2008 right now. Let me fucking tell you what they got that shit. Correct. Hundred percent. All right, I like I said was tasked with the the recap, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it all in sixty seconds. But why don't you uh, you time me you, and you, we can give me we can, ninety seconds. Yeah, give me a ninety seconds for this nonsense, and then give me a go whenever. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Mm-hmm. Set. Go. Okay, so there's a serial killer named Cinderella that starts killing teenagers in Grizzly Lake. Peter Malark and all of his friends, uh, they end up in a video where somebody gets killed while Shanley Creswell's tit gets flashed, so it's porn, and it's a snuff film, so they all get detention for being part of it. While they're in detention, Ron Jeremy has a cameo, and they watch a bunch of real porn, which is so insane. Then there's this weird time travel UFO body swap B-plot where they save the world by traveling in a bear that turned into the main plot, because then they discover that the killer is this incel they've all been lovingly shitting on the entire movie. There's way too many 90s references to even count. And then they go back to 2011, and they dance to Mbop at the prom, and everything's cool, except then the killer came back for a villainous monologue about how he stopped wearing Ed Hardy in junior year and then the time machine bear turns into a big magnet and kills the killer and everybody lives happily ever after until the Canadian aliens show up and take over the world scene you made that in 54 seconds so I am so <laughs> proud <laughs> oh damn it you know what I missed though I missed the super fly B plot of TV oh head my kid. God. <laughs> the fly. That's that's the plot I missed. Fuck. <laughs> In fairness, you do. There are too many references to count. I have tried to line up all of them. Um, tried my best. Caught some that probably don't even count as references. Um, oh, but so goddamn many. <laughs> there are so many. Um, so what plot would you like to start with? Mm, oh, to I mean, to... I was going to say, do I, I feel like the time travel thing came so far mm -hmm. out of nowhere that I want to start. I almost want to start there. I don't really care about the serial, like the serial killer thing, whatever. Like he's just trying to kill, <laughs> trying to kill the saddest girl in Grizzly Lake. <laughs> I know. With the most this pathetic life. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> she's vegetarian for a grand total of five minutes in the movie. I know. She's yeah. She's like petitions. Like she's she does like the debate team for her vegetarianism, and she's like super passionate about being a vegetarian. And every time she had anything bad happens to her, she has a hamburger. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Shanley. Um, but yeah, we want to. Do you want to? Do you want to start with the time traveling bear? Okay, so this movie does work on Back to the Future time travel rules. Um, yes. I think it also is kind of the rules where if something happened in the past, it's always happened. Like, this is the singular timeline where mm-hmm. if something has happened, it has always happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so Back to the Future, we also have the science scene where we talk about flux, we talk about 121 gigawatts. Um <laughs> And then I guess I looked at the IMDb trivia because I like to look at the trivia at all Mm -hmm. times. Um, I guess there's reference to the movie Free Jack starring your boy, Emilio Estevez and Mick Jagger. Ah, my boy. (laughs) Mick Jagger? Is that what you just said? A pair I would not have expected. No. (laughs) I don't know if they swap bodies or what. List. We're watching that next time. Forget what we thought before. <laughs> what was it called? Free Jack? It's totally going on this list. Free Jack. One word. Yeah. So body swapping, time travel. Um, speaking of body swapping, of course, we've got the very strange Freaky Friday um, spoof, wherein oh Ione my, and Sloan are mother and daughter who swap bodies <laughs> for fun, I guess. And then she gives birth to herself and uh-huh. falls in love with her principal. Yes, with Dan- which that was a little Dan- dicey. The younger Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A dicey. Um, <laughs> a little bit much. Um, <clears throat> so the fly, of course, Billy Nolan has his flashback. I love the amount of flashbacks of character origin stories that totally do not have to happen, but happen anyway so that you can have one scene where he punches his hand through a TV and is traumatized again because he has a TV on his hand. So, I had blocked that out. Now, I have seen this movie a lot of times in my... This is this is a classic Fangirl Film Club film because I have watched this movie more than five times for Josh Hutcherson's face. Um, and I had blocked out the fly subplot with Billy, whatever his name was, um, because it makes no sense. It adds zero <laughs> to the plot like he just he just starts he's the guy who's gonna beat up jay hutch whose name is clapton in this and not peter malark um and he's clapton davis clapton davis such a cool kid um he starts just like this bully starts vomiting acid at a, <laughs> at a and his hands game. stick to everything and his hands stick to everything and and then he tells this like harrowing story of how he's turned into a fly. His poor dog exploded. That was sad. I didn't think that needed to happen. <laughs> it did not, like, but it hey. happens. So. <laughs> yeah. But but what Emily in this film actually needed to happen is what I would love to know. <laughs> Oh, man, everything, everything needed to happen. All right. So, yeah. So with the time travel, there was also the body swap Freaky Friday portion with Sloan and Ione, which I did actually like that that explained why her best friend went after the boy that she had a crush on out of nowhere. Yes. I was like, why did she become mean all of a sudden? I thought they were best friends. And that because her mom's a bitch. (laughs) And living out her alcoholic, her, raging her alcoholic. alcoholic bitch, living out her dream life in 2011 in the body of an 18 year old. Um, yeah. All right. So then. So. So, yeah. So the bear is central to all of this because one of the kids yep. has turned the. The school mascot, which is a giant live, not live, but like a what's the word I'm looking for? Stuffed. here? Taxidermy grizzly, grizzly bear. Yeah. Yep. 
into a functioning time machine. <laughs> Which has the uh, Jarvis interface of the Iron Man suit. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, yeah, so they have a bunch of, uh, of uh, pop-up wheels and nozzles that they twist and turn um to make it work which they all know how to make it work um but yeah so there's like okay so so that's how they save everything it's by time traveling in the bear back and forth to 1992 um although it is my think one of my favorite lines and i didn't put it down as the best words line because i just thought it was brilliant was uh when they find Ione in 1992 and she gives her a hug and she's like I'm never leaving this place how hard is it to be cool in 1992 (laughs) pretty true I love every time we see her like with her iPhone trying to get Wi-Fi Mm -hmm. everywhere (laughs) um yeah she was so much better than she was so much nicer than her mom it was just yes she was sweet the worst. Um, all right. So then we have the actual serial killer plot. Which, which is, is directly from Scream. Yes. A huge, huge homage to Scream, um, which they even refer- reference several times, uh, mm-hmm. especially with the killing of the n- current narrator and main character five minutes into the movie. Um. Whatever her face was. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Fisher, that's right. <laughs> Taylor yes. Fisher. I'm a bitch. Um also, yeah, if anybody remembers who Hoobastank was, that was that one catapulted me back to my prom. <laughs> yes. So hard. <laughs> oh God. Um so yeah, so so that's so they start with then that's the outer like the outer plot i feel like the serial killing isn't even the most important part it's very <laughs> difficult to define what an a b or c plot would be so, so true um but then they the, but then serial killer cinderella the character is based more on like a jigsaw type from yes. I don't know what other tell me what other references you yes tell me what other references you picked up on because I stopped counting after a while so we've got the saw movies um the simple fact of being in detention which the whole movie is titled detention but they're in detention for about 20 minutes at best the movie um of course based on the breakfast club and a lot of the being in detention is either the flashback sequence which um (laughs) trivia based fact here is the most expensive sequence in the movie because they had to get licensing rights for all of the songs that they played oh man yeah okay Uh uh-huh all that stuff so (laughs) you've got breakfast club um we've got uh what else do i have dirty dancing the moves used in the Mm -hmm. final prom sequence Roadhouse, mm-hmm. referenced by Clapton. Red shirt. He's a big Patrick Swayze fan, which aren't we <laughs> which all? We, we support. Shouldn't we all? Yes, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Who among us, really? <clears throat> Sander, on the other hand, is a Steven Seagal fan, which, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> is a whole thing. Um, Steven so Seagal's best friend. Uh, Steven Seagal's best friend is... Um, Vladimir Putin. So I don't know <laughs> if he has, Ooh, okay. if he has a, a spot in our hearts the way that that Patrick Swayze does. Yeah. No. Ooh. <laughs> when I found that out, I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> jinkies!" <laughs> so I was not expecting it. It was a trivia question, and they said something along the lines of like former KGB agent, uh, political, you know. Uh, political figure in Eastern Europe, uh, best friends, notably best friends with Steven Seagal. And I was like, well, it was going to be Vladimir Putin, but I don't know who the fuck. <laughs> like, no, they, they're like, no, it's Putin. I'm like, so. All right. Anyway, another reason not to like Sander. <laughs> um, and of course, you've got the Canadians being aliens, which I kind of assume that now all Canadians 
were aliens from the beginning, no matter what. The entire country <laughs> the of Canada. Entire plot. <laughs> in this in this yeah. grizzly lake in this grizzly lake area that everybody who's Canadian is also a, a vegetable based alien. Yeah. Body I forgot he was encounters of the I forgot time. he was he was a vegetable he was a vegetable based <laughs> creature. And that's why he was so angry at her for being a vegetarian. That's why he like vegetarian. I love his debates. <laughs> It's amazing. I only eat baby animals because they have less. T- they've had less time, and it's less of a less of a loss. They have not lived as long, and they are not leaving as much behind. <laughs> baby clams, chicken wings, baby seals—no big loss. <laughs> and I just love that she's having. She's so unpopular, and she's having the worst day ever. The people are nodding along, like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> Everyone in the world is against her. It's poor Riley. She's she's the least she's the least successful student at Grizzly Lake High. Um, I have some other additional trivia for you. Unless you have, do you have more? Do you have more references? Um, I do not have more references. I have one. There is no possible way to get every reference in this movie. Oh no, no. But my estimation, I couldn't find confirmation for this anywhere, um, but I Mm -hmm. assumed that because Clapton Davis's name is Clapton Davis, it is based on Eric Clapton and Miles Davis. I would think so, especially because he's supposed to be a music snob, hipster type. Um, (laughs) Yes, his 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 uh, his after. I was gonna say his after school plans, uh, his after graduate or after high school plans include like launching an app that basically just shits on everybody's taste in music except his own. (laughs) (laughs) And like if people, he's gonna like publish a list of new artists and albums every week, and if anybody claims they've heard of them, he's just gonna shit all over them in the comments. (laughs) That's his life plan. He was, he really was a man before his time. so also I well speaking of trivia um and speaking of the most expensive scene to film in the movie did you do you do you recognize the name Joseph Kahn? I do because but I don't remember where from. He's a music video director primarily, he right? He is. Um yes, Joseph Kahn actually played such a strangely large role in my childhood. Um because he directed the Everybody Backstreet's Back music video. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, where they turn into Halloween monsters and they dance in the big giant hall. And um, and yeah, that was his like concept oh, yes. execution, 100%. That was his baby. I know this because on one of my vhs tapes of the backstreet boys that i watched until it broke and then i made my mom order me another one from like sweden uh (laughs) when they filmed that he has interviewed extensively and so i know exactly what joseph khan looks like and sounds like and all i could think was like what the fuck were you doing joseph (laughs) khan you go from i assume nothing and what is he not doing like, he also oh, then shit. came back to direct uh, their comeback video, never or not never for their album, never gone, um, but their song incomplete in two thousand five, which reintroduced the world to the Backstreet Boys as a unit and not just a former boy band. They're like, no, fuck you, we're a current boy band, and we have Joseph Kahn back to direct another music video for us. Oh. So I assume he did. I assume his credits include "Don't ruin this for me." Uh, everybody music video, then incomplete, and then detention, and that's that's it, right? That's all he's done. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> um, oh boy, am I about to disappoint you? Tell me what else Joseph Kahn has done. He has worked with such artists as. Oh, I am going to disappoint you specifically. Oh um, no! I'll start with the <laughs> uh, Public Enemy, Snoop Dogg. All right. Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. 
<laughs> Corn, Ice Cube, the Backstreet Boys, Wu Tang mm-hmm. Clan, Usher, yep. Rob right. Zombie, okay, Elton John, yes, Christina Aguilera, all right, Britney, uh huh, Eminem, okay. Mm, <laughs> Taylor Swift. What? What did he do for Taylor? What? What did Joseph Kahn do for um, Taylor Swift? <laughs> there's a lot of Taylor Swift down here. Uh, Wildest Dreams, Out of the Woods, Look What You Made Me Do, Ready For It, Bad Blood, Blank Space. He has worked with Taylor Swift extensively. He like shot her entire 1989 album. Holy shit. Wow. Oh my God. Joseph Kahn, how... I am so sorry that I underestimated you. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I thought that your greatest contributions to the music industry were the two videos you shot for the Backstreet Boys and then also whatever the fuck detention was. Love Game by Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga? Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga? Um, Yeah, he is quite a resume, Miss Joseph Kahn. Quite Quite a a resume, yes. Shame on me for not fo- more closely following his career. Yeah. Um, woof. <laughs> <laughs> woof. All right. Well, joke's on me. Here I was thinking that he was some like niche auteur. Um, he's fucking powerhouse in the music industry. Has he done any other movies though? Let's let's talk. Let's, I let's talk believe movies. Believe. Want a film career? Okay. Um, he did a 2004 action film called Torque, starring Ice Cube. Mm, um, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit of information, a little bit of test footage for Swamp Thing. Mm, and Swamp then, Thing only had one episode, so. <laughs> bodied. <laughs> Which okay. he collaborated on with M. It's a All battle right. rap dramedy produced oh, by Eminem. No. So. <laughs> and this. <laughs> and this. So. And this. All right. Anything since? Uh, <laughs> I think Bodied was his most recent. But looking All at Bodied right. and looking at who is starring in this movie, you've got like some random Disney stars. Um, a bunch of legitimate rappers, and then Anthony Michael Hall. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is. These are two very attractive movies that you brought up to my attention today, Mia. <laughs> if we get really desperate, we'll go with Bodied. <laughs> Oh shit, it's got my boyfriend. It's got my boyfriend, Simon Rex. Oh fuck. Well, all right. So he's another one of my uh, famous connections we've spoken about before. Um, Famous, in quotes. (laughs) Because if you will remember him, what you will remember him from is Scary Movie 3. Um, but man. he's going into acting now, and allegedly he's a pretty good actor these days. Uh, but this Simon man, Rex? I have seen this guy. Yeah. No, you know what I know him from? Is uh... <laughs> no. He was in some like CW show or something. Like at the very beginning of his career, I gotta go way back. It's like in the nineties. Like what I like about you, Jack and Jill. No, I remember him from Jack and Jill. Nobody else in the entire world remembers that show, but I watched it with my mom. So I know who Simon Rex is. He's on the list now. (laughs) Get ready, Fangirl Film Club, because at some point we're going to make you all watch Bodied. Good God. Yeah, this guy. Um, I have seen his penis. I have seen his nosebleed in person because of how much coke he was doing. Um, he asked me and my friend to feed him grapes in his hotel room. Mia. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. You said you've seen his penis and then you said you've seen his nosebleed in person. Now, is there a comma there or have you seen both 
his Separate penis and events. his nose bleed in purpose. Okay. All right. I have seen his penis through a screen. I have seen his screen. Okay. Thank you for thank um, you for getting where I was going with that. <laughs> Yes. yes. Mia, what was wow. your life like before I met you? <laughs> Thank goodness I never saw his penis in person because that, I feel like, would have ruined my life. But... I mean, you already saw him doing so much coke. He was bleeding from the nose and he was asking you to feed him grapes. I feel like the night's pretty much taken a turn at that point. Those were separate incidents. <laughs> Wait, you've seen him more than once? Yes, I've You've met seen him, him a in person times. more than once. What? Yep. Even friends, who is this person I'm podcasting with? I don't know her. <laughs> you don't need. All to. right. <laughs> we don't need so to know this, Mia. This is a, yeah, this is a different Mia. <laughs> okay. Well, all of those reasons, we need to have a Simon Rex episode, and it will be this catastrophe of what i'm certain is a catastrophe of a film bodied um but back to back to detention shall we shall we return um that'll be our our joseph con through line um all right let's talk what do we want to talk do we talk best worst lines do we want to do we want to go there um i have let me pull up some of my best worst lines. Uh, why don't you tell me your best worst lines? All right. I have two, and then I have a special thing that I have to bring up uh, from our own personal history from this podcast. Um, yes. The Okay, so I did stop counting after a while because this is a lot of – this has a ton of dialogue, and there's like a million quick lines that I actually just enjoyed. Um one I genuinely enjoyed was when Clapton was getting his ass kicked and Ione stepped in and said, it's not normal for somebody's semen to glow in the dark. And he responded, really, she never saw my semen, man, I swear. Because <laughs> he just sounded adorable when he said that. I just wanted to pat his head. Um, but my my favorite uh, best worst lines I have two from the beginning and then again it's like so sorry, I stopped uh, one was saw your dad's dick on chat roulette last night <laughs> somebody just oh, walks into roulette. class says that and then walks out um, I think they're I think they're talking to Xander um, and then the other one is when they're talking about Swayze versus Seagal and he said, mullets beat ponytails. Because I believe time. that. <laughs> Every time. I believe that in my soul. Um, but what were yours? And then we'll, we'll talk about special uh, special mention. Coming from coming from a teacher perspective, um, I make 40 Gs a year plus dental. You may not have a Skittle. Courtesy of Mr. Dane Cook. <laughs> I really, I don't care. Like, he doesn't make any difference in my life apart from being in this movie. Like, there's nothing about Dane mm-hmm. Cook that is special apart from his presence in this movie. <laughs> this is the only time that he's interesting at all. Um, and then Gord being the movie theater Nazi. We have rules of conduct. Your ticket is a contract. <laughs> Gorgeous showing up whenever he did. I was like, what the fuck is this character? He was so militantly furious all the time. It was so good. (laughs) (laughs) And he was always wearing his his uh his hockey jersey. (laughs) It's baseball. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. All right. My favorite line though that was not in part of the segment was the thing that we said. Last episode, I mentioned this and not even realizing this was from detention. Okay, so last episode, there was a heavy Costco presence, and she went and ended her life in a Costco. And I said, there's some movie I'm thinking of where he said, I would, if I had a zombie apocalypse, I would hide in a Costco. The undead do not have memberships. And it was from detention. (laughs) 
Sanders. They were talking about yes, yeah, Sanders Sanderson. They were talking about just it's like a throwaway line that's their conversation is not even the focus. It's just Clapton and Sander, and they're talking about where they would hide in a zombie apocalypse. And Clapton says, "I'd hide in a sporting goods store." And Sanders says, "Costco, the undead do not have memberships." It's like, fuck me. This movie wormed its way so deep into my brain that I brought this up in a separate, entirely separate moment of my life to say this on a podcast. That line exists. And now we know where it's from. Independently of the Fangirl Film Club episode two. So now you know, guys, if you were like, oh, that's a really funny line. I wonder where that's from. Well, now you know. You're welcome. It's from Detention. This, this glorious movie shaped movie. <laughs> there's so much movie. Oh my god, there's so much. And there's so many, like we were talking about, it's such a it's such a time capsule, though, too. Because nice. I I don't want to be one of those old people, but like I kind of want to see what somebody's reaction who's like 19 years old watching this movie is. Like because there's so many things that were like so big or import felt important at the time in 2011. And now, does anybody know what chat roulette is anymore? <laughs> does anybody oh know God. that you could see somebody's somebody's dad's dick on chat roulette? Well, at any see given somebody's point? Dick. <laughs> you will. Chat I'm sorry. Chat roulette was 90% penis. I think that was its selling point, honestly. It was just penis and the spin a wheel. Penis and the screen is. Oh, man. That was chat roulette. That's right. That's correct. That was how they sold it to foreign investors. <laughs> God, I don't know, like, why anybody... Like, I was on chat roulette because I was like, you know, I, I'm in college. I want to I know sure. what people in the world are like, and I'm going to... When I was a kid, I never went on those websites that you're not supposed to go on. Because you were good. You're my... a good girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were a good girl who then I later found... found herself in a hotel room with Simon Rex feeding him grapes. I was not in the hotel room. <laughs> I was asked to go to the hotel room to feed him grapes. I had backup. I had a friend with me. I did not wind up in the hotel room with him. <laughs> I'll put it that But way. before that, going back in time when you were a wee college student, just yeah, no, just finding like, her who, wings who, on chat roulette. <laughs> who can I, what, what kind of experiences can I have on chat roulette? Okay, there's a 12-year-old the asking me to show my boobs, <laughs> and there's many, many penises. Mm-hmm. You can have pretty much just the one, the one same experience on chat roulette. <laughs> Does, yeah. I want to know, does it still exist? Hmm. I hope this doesn't open up. On the air, yes. Please do open it up. And- <laughs> it does still, it does still exist. <laughs> it does. I will not, I will not be opening it up on the air. That is not something that I need to do right now with other people. <clears throat> but if you we'll want to know. <laughs> when we get the Patreon established. When we get Make the Patreon built. If, if you want us to record ourselves on chat roulette, you can pay ten dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll send you a video of what happens. That's our only and that's our only level. <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing we're willing to do. Oh, God. Yeah, if anybody has any um, ideas of what we can do for our Patreon, we're here for it. Um, All right. Well, let's talk about, do you want to talk about the general reception? Because like I said, you're the only other person I've ever known who's liked this movie. I am, truly, I am very sad. Um, When I watched this in college, all of my friends and I just, thought it was so fun we were like this is actually a fun movie um out of all of the other stupid shit that we watched during the month of october for halloween right um, yeah another standout of course would be juan of the dead 
which if you haven't seen Juan of the Dead yet, yeah. I don't know that it fits I haven't on seen Juan of the Dead. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, strongly recommend. I have, I have but regrettably, okay. based on 10,000 plus ratings from fans, Detention has an audience score of 46%. I mean, that's 43% higher than our last film. <laughs> some people enjoyed it (laughs) that's that's good no my cousin when I made her watch this because of Joseph I made her watch it because of Joseph Cod not because she was a Hutcherson fan with me but she was like Emily I have never paid so close attention to a film in my life and still had no idea what was going on I can't in good faith tell you that I liked this movie and I was like no it's fun and she's like it's (laughs) Not though. It's not fun. I don't like it. Oh. So I was thrilled to find somebody else who enjoyed this movie with me. But um <laughs> I kind of want to get what was the I'm I'm curious. So that was the audience score. What was I'm so curious about yeah. the critic score. Tell me something and I'll give you an over or under. Okay. Uh 31%. Over. Over. <laughs> Yeah. As in it's higher than 31 or it's, I guess, it over? It is higher than 31%. All right. Uh, then I'm going to go higher still and say 56. So it, it is uh, 43%. 43% across right. the board. Okay. So audience yeah. and critics agree. Low 40s. It was in the mid 40s. <laughs> it was worth mid 40s. Yeah. All I right. Mean, Audience likes it slightly more than critics, but that's fair. Um, I did find my two favorite reviews here are from okay. the same podcast. So podcasters just get it right. <laughs> and this was a podcast recorded in 2022. Okay, so uh, so both. So at least four people have rented this podcast. movie. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the four of us. Um, <laughs> from Horror Queers Podcast. Uh, Joe Lipset most recently says, Khan exploits his music video expertise in this overwhelming joke-a-minute genre explosion. Featuring cute-as-a-button Josh Hutcherson, the editing alone mm-hmm. guarantees this unconventional horror comedy won't be for everyone. If it is, though, it's an A+. <laughs> you know what? So you are the, I agree. You're the Joe Lipset of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> me and joe we're on the same yes we're on the same page there <laughs> i agree at 100 well done good good review from the same podcast trace thurman uh-huh. says this is my this, this is where i identify if a movie was able to do several lines of cocaine before you hit play joseph Kahn's detention would be that movie it's wild kinetic and all over the place in the best possible way original score five out of five oh man i yeah no there's actually there's a line i thought it was kind of meta where they were talking about watching horror movies um they were watching like teen gore fests that just fuel some music direct music video director's coke habit and i was like well that's kind of (laughs) meta (laughs) kind of feels like what we're doing here yeah not i'm not disparaging the good name of joseph Kahn in this house i don't know if he's a coke addict or not but judging by this movie (laughs) i feel like there was at least a presence in the room when they were writing the script not saying anything else about that we're not here to speculate or judge i mean if i could mash everything i like about every movie i've ever seen in my life into a movie i would because you know smoke them if you got them (laughs) He gets I was gonna say, if you have that power, Which then you know he's got him. Yeah, <laughs> that is really. He just went balls out in this whole movie. He was like, "Yep, this is it. This is the movie I'm making, and I'll never have to make another one as long." Maybe he hates making movies. Maybe he was like, "I actually just want to make three minute music videos, <laughs> so I'll just make the most insane movie packed movie in the history of movies." And then nobody will ever ask me to make another one ever again. (laughs) 
lot more work, a lot more time commitment. Um, how much money do you think they budgeted for this movie-shaped movie? What's, let's play guess the budget. You've got Josh Hutcherson. You've got Josh Hutcherson mm-hmm. who is coming off Hunger Games. He's also coming off Bridge to Terabithia, so he's got a little bit of star power on that front uh-huh. already. Uh-huh. And, and Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Quality mm-hmm. flick, I guess. Um, <laughs> you've also got Dane Cook, who was, I guess, popular enough at the time that he was being requested for actual Disney movies spinoffs, where he is the spiritual successor to Owen Wilson. Oh my god. All I can say to that is, Wow. <laughs> Wow. I'm going right, how to much? guess $7 million. Mm, you are under, but not by much um, in the movie world. In the real money world, I think it's a lot of money. But uh, this this <laughs> puppy costs $10 million to make, um, okay. which I believe is less money than they – took to make the apparition sorry to keep comparing but that was such a bad movie we have to we don't have very many to go back to i think 11 million it was 11 million for the apparition and it's 10 million for detention and frankly you get so much more movie for your buck with detention you get a massive bang for your buck in this movie i think it would be a deal at twice the price frankly i mean yeah. The the movie or the the music alone, honestly, the the clip, the really quick clips of pop music that they used throughout the whole thing, I genuinely enjoyed it. And the 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 scene that Mia talked about earlier, when they're in detention, there's a person in detention who's been there for 19 years, and they make it seem like he's never left the library in 19 no. years. Um, so they don't go detention-y. into yes, they don't go into the specifics, but um, of how he's been living this long. But so he's been in the library every day for 19 years, and he they do a around the the table or around the circle of desks montage going back. First they go to. No, first they go to 2008, which punched me in the face Mm -hmm. because, yeah, everybody was wearing Ed Hardy. And then they go to 2005. And again, they punched me in the face because everybody was wearing Von Dutch. And they went to 1999 where everybody was dressed like they were either in a Backstreet Boys music video or Britney Spears. All the frosted tips. All the frosted tips. And then they went to 1994 and then to 1992 when he arrived. Um, And... And yeah, it's it's so quick, but I can see how it costs them a shitload of money. Um, and then they also they also the prom song was Mbop. Yeah. And like a different version of Mbop, which like I would listen to any version of Mbop, but this was I thought that I thought the prom scene was really exciting. No, yeah. and the opening, but it was also like a throwback to the opening scene, which was also a different instrumental version of Mbop. Because <laughs> I was listening to it this morning. I was like, oh, my God, that's also Mbop. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so Joseph, Joseph Kahn was never <clears throat> able to be involved with Hanson and was just very salty about that. I think so. He was like, fine, I'll give you some of this budget, but I'm using Mbop as many times as I fucking want. Okay. <laughs> and Hanson, who has not cashed a check since 1999, was like, yeah, all right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> sure, whatever, Joseph Gone. Do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, man. Um, all right. Do you have any, uh, do we think it should win any Oscars? <laughs> I I had a very hard time making a list. She sighs and puts her head in her hands. Um, most Inception of a movie, more even than Inception. Yep. 
most Inception of decades. Uh huh. Um, most um, accurate portrayal of the exhaustion of teachers in the modern American school system. Another uh-huh. line that I wrote down was, "Do you think that I am teaching students out of love?" I'm not. <laughs> because I'm not. I'm not. I actually love that whole scene where he's like, give me an excuse to graduate you. Get an A in anything. <laughs> um, all right. So we have movieception. The Oscar goes to detention. Um, Dane Cook's accurate portrayal. Of an exhausted teacher, <laughs> of an exhausted middle-aged teacher. Um, I would say best opening credit sequence, and I mean that seriously, because that is yes. one of the most yeah. fun opening credit sequences I think I've seen in a very long time. Um, it, it was super creative. They had the writing of everybody's names just all over the place, like especially the combination lock point where like he was like – it was for the cinematographer and then the fast but it went yeah yeah. there was a lot that was like a lot going on there but it was really fun um so I mean this in all honesty if I had an Oscar for best opening sequence JK it would be yours for detention um most 90s references per minute (laughs) also goes to detention and then I'm being dead serious best actor Dane Cook (laughs) Wow, okay. For this movie. Best actor in this movie. (laughs) If Detention was his own award ceremony, best actor goes to in goes to Dane Cook. I actually like he was so unlikably funny. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, um, the the whole scene where they have to they bring her they bring Riley in to talk about her video and he's like talking about he's like a video view memory gland was viewed by 20,000 people and she's like did you all watch it and then the hot gay teacher was like I didn't and she's like why not <laughs> national zoology <laughs> like YouTube national zoology they're all so horrible to her but then you know when he goes they go back in time and then like he gets to be cool even though it's like kind of weird that he's in a band with a bunch of students it's like happy for him yeah yeah the nerd the nerd uh saved the day he didn't blow the whole school up because ioni or sloan sloan oni decided to go to prom with him yeah so, yeah. They fell in love. Dane I Cook guess. gets best actor. He's the nicest guy, apparently. He's yeah. the kindest man in the world. Um, wow. But yeah, then he then he starts a band with his students, which again. Club advisor, I guess. Is he? Because he's the lead singer, Mia. <laughs> like, I know you're <laughs> it's like you're you're embedded in the school district, so you can tell me, like, in the school world, is that cool? I mean, I guess in a school of rock sense. Um, I think there are kinds of teachers that I could see being like, I am the club advisor, therefore I should have the spotlight on me. <laughs> That's not any club advisor that I have met so far. Mm-hmm. But I can, just, I can no, definitely just thinking, see it. Say, I'm just thinking of uh, School of Rock now, where he's like, oh, I will be lead singer well, and shredding sound. guitar. And she's like, are you supposed to be in the band? And he's like, what? You hate teachers? Is that what you're about? And she's like, I thought it was a student project. <laughs> so fine. See, if it's a school of rock situation. That's the kind of, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Never mind. Fine, Dave Cook. <laughs> you can be in the band. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know if you guys can tell, but we actually really liked this movie. <laughs> yes. I... I'm not sad that I had to watch it again. I it was like it was like having uh having a very large amount of cocaine with an old friend. That's how I felt watching it. Yes. 
no, it was something to celebrate on. I can't remember what night I watched this. I can't remember if it was last week or this week, but something mm-hmm. to celebrate the week, something to enjoy. Yeah. So it was fun. It was, and that's this. I please do not take this movie seriously. If you do watch it and you're yes. like, wow, I was hoping for like a deep rooted cinematic experience. <laughs> Detention is not what you want what to reach for. What are you coming to? <laughs> what podcast are you coming to for deep cinematic experiences? That is not what we fucking do here on the Fangirl Film Club, no. okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> we watch bullshit, sir. <laughs> yes. Lovingly. We do. Lovingly. Um <clears throat> All right. Well, let's talk so next next episode if you want to watch along with us and hear our thoughts. Uh, we are we are venturing into a new a new boy who I have recently devoted my hyperfixation energy to, uh, Mr. Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things, who has a very short resume of things we could possibly could possibly be worthy of the Fangirl Film Club watch. So we are watching his 2019 movie independent film Makeup. And I'm not 100% sure what we're going to (laughs) find. I think it will be a time. I think. I think that's the best way I can. I think it will be a time. I've watched several trailers and clips, and I can't really (laughs) figure out anything about this movie so this will be a new one the other the other the others that we've watched i i think we've seen them both before we've both seen them before so this will be a new fun experience for both of us (laughs) a new venture a new venture um so i don't know if i should apologize ahead of time i'm gonna say no i'm sure we're all gonna have a great time watching makeup yes we will (laughs) (laughs) but that will be for next week or next time um, Do you have any recommendations for what people should watch if they had interest in this movie or if they would like to I watch think... good movies based on, what we watch today? based on detention? Um, I mean, I think if you're if you want like a horror comedy, I would say Shaun of the Dead. Um, mm. And if you want straight if you want more serial killer actual scary movie there's only so many thousands <laughs> that you could pick from <laughs> um but if you want a true 90s experience including a whiny white boy crying at the end uh i would say go with scream the yeah. og not um. two through 19 <laughs> what about you um i would have to say if you want something that plays with the horror genre while still having fun with comedy, um, mm-hmm. I cannot recommend Tucker and Dale versus Evil more. Oh, um, good, good call, good call. Excellent, excellent movie. And then if you enjoyed the body swap as well as the slasher element, Freaky, the more recent one with Vince Vaughn, was very good as well. So. All right, yeah. I so we've got. Um, I've actually not seen that one, but it's on my list. So. Yes. But is, is it now you can answer real quick before we fuck off into the day. Um, is freaky a horror comedy side or is it just yeah. horror? Horror comedy? Okay. It's horror comedy. There are the um, main characters, best friends are the kind of comic relief. And there's that one scene from the trailer where he's like, I'm gay and you're black. Like we're not, we're not meant for horror movies. We're not meant for slashers. We're not going to make it. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, Perfect. I love playing with genre. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah. So you you have some other options if you're like this was really fun and you're correct it was really fun. Um, there are yes. there are lots of other. I feel like horror comedy is actually kind of turning into more of a, a popular genre than the niche that it was before. Yeah. Um, there's only so many times everybody can get mass murdered before it's like let's let's have a laugh, <laughs> shall we? Yeah. You know, let's lighten, let's lighten shit up a little bit, okay? So, yes. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, that was that was detention. Class dismissed. 
<laughs> Next time, join us for exactly. Makeup starring Joseph Quinn. And uh, as our sign-off this week, I'm going to say I saw your dad's dick on chat roulette last night. <laughs> yeah. You may not have a skittle. <laughs> And on those closing notes, friends, have a wonderful couple weeks and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.